This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. We're talking with Mark Levin, 77 WABC host, attorney, and author. Mark, two recent mass shootings, Buffalo, New York, and Uvalde, Texas. These alleged shooters had posted to social media prior to these mass shootings. In Buffalo, people joined in Peyton Gendron's Discord chat in Texas. Salvador Ramos allegedly posted to Instagram and sent a woman a message about posting his gun pics. Is it or should it be illegal not to report this? Well, here's what's strange. If I were to go on uh, these sites and post something that disagrees with Anthony Fauci, they'd be on me immediately putting a scarlet letter on my side or some kind of a notice or banning me or suspending me. And I don't understand. I have these teams of people that track conservatives or contrary thoughts um, who seem to be in a position to spring into action. And yet when somebody, you know, is talking about, they have a surprise plan for tomorrow and they have a bunch of guns on their, uh, on their side or, um, They've had problems in the past uh, and have been on these sites in the past. It's odd that they don't spring into action, and it's odd that law enforcement doesn't spring into action. The problem here, of course, is in a free society, the balance um, between law and order and freedom. Uh, And you're never going to stop evil forever and in every instance. But it just seems in every one of these cases, these people seem to be known uh, to somebody. And and they uh, and they take these horrific acts. So that's number one. So it's a complicated matter. Number two, um, I don't know why these school districts will not muscle up their facilities. I don't know why they don't consider it a priority to hire a trained arm individual to be walking through the schools. Uh, they have money for all kinds of really outrageous projects and agendas and uh, to push uh, textbooks and hire new teachers when it comes to pushing CRT, transgenderism, and climate change, and on and on and on. So my view is this, the parents' movement, which now is demanding to know the curriculum kids are reading, and they want the school's budgets, and they're trying to hold these school boards and administrators accountable. They need to expand this movement to include the safety of their children. They shouldn't leave it to the educational bureaucrats any longer. They should demand that the number one priority in school is to protect their babies. Those are their children, regardless of what the educational bureaucracy thinks. They don't belong to the teachers union. They don't belong to the superintendent. They don't belong to the other administrators. Those are their kids. And if you're going to drop them off at school or put them on a school bus and they're going to go to school or walk to school and they're going to be there six, seven, eight hours a day, then parents and the citizens need to demand that they are protected. There are things that can be done that aren't being done. I'm not condemning this school. I don't laugh about it. But there's no reason there are metal detectors in these schools. It's a terrible thing. But look, we got them at TSA with, with airports. 
We should at least protect our children like this. But there ought to be armed guards. Again, if you go to a, an airport to get on a plane, there are armed TSA agents and police officers everywhere. The airports even have their own police officers. So this needs to be an element now of public education, private education, things that can be done, bring in the experts, stop teaching the kids trash, stop making racist, anti-American Democrats out of our children, and focus on what kids are supposed to learn and focus on protecting them. And number three, which is the hardest, we have a lot of culture rot in this country. We have a lot of in my view, because one of the things that we've done is we've pushed faith in God out of the public square. We've pushed them out of the school. So what are you left with? You're left with this secularism, anything goes, whether it's sex, whether it's whatever it is. And that is a problem. Uh, kids without direction, without discipline, um, without being taught traditional values that uh, have served current civilization well for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. We're reversing course. So when you teach all this radicalism, all this hate, all this division, all this anger, you get more of it. So the schools, we really need to focus on these schools now as far as I'm concerned. Will it fix everything? No. Will there be mass shootings in the future? Yes. But maybe we can prevent some. Um, and that's that's what I think. Uh, that's a, It's a daunting task, but I think we better start focusing on it. Mark, what about the accountability of social media websites like Discord or Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or even perhaps their legal accountability? Should there be more of that? I'm of two minds on this. Uh, I think that people who do these horrific things should be held accountable. Uh, in this case, in Texas, thankfully, the, the mass murder was killed in a firefight with a, a heroic border patrol agent, uh, and that's a good thing. So I don't know. I mean, if we have a ton of lawsuits against uh, these platforms, they'll cease to exist. So that is a question. Um, in some ways, I guess these people out themselves on social media. They, I mean, a lot of them do. So to me, the question is, what is the follow-up when something like that happens? Part of the problem is we cannot have an adult discussion about this because there's one party and one ideology that that immediately leaps trying to grab more power, empower the government, take the guns away from uh, law-abiding citizens. And so you can't have a discussion. Only if you have a discussion in a very limited subject are you allowed to have a discussion. If you start bringing up cultural issues, parents should be – you know, should should in fact have a role in the safety that you're like cut off. So this this is a huge problem. Um, whether they are legally liable officially or not, I assume that there will be lawsuits civilly that will be brought against uh, any platform that that served as a platform for uh, for any mass murder. Congress is now talking about enacting additional gun legislation, but. You know, with anticipated opposition from people like lobbyists and uh, the NRA, do you expect that they'll be able to toughen gun laws? Well, what are they going to do exactly? I, I, I don't understand. I, we talk about gun laws. First of all, we don't have the facts, as you and I speak, about this mass murder. So they're ready to pass a law. They don't even know the facts surrounding access to the weapons, as you and I are speaking. 
That's number one. Number two, um, everything can't be fixed by legislation. Everything can't be fixed that way. Trump talking about the culture and faith and these sorts of things where people become unmoored from society. Uh, You have people with mental illnesses. You have evil people. And the law is going to fix that. I mean, murder is already illegal. And in Texas, you get the death penalty. Um, So what other law are they going to pass? And, And so it becomes a little perplexing to me. How are you going to uh, dissuade somebody from killing somebody when killing is already illegal and passing a law uh, if somebody gets done illegally, presumably the, the penalty is less than the penalty is than if you kill somebody. In other words, I don't think deranged killers, whatever they're in, are dissuaded by these laws, and I don't think they're, they're going to fail to get access to weapons because Congress passes another law. I heard Joe Biden the other night in a disgrace, another political speech with his gun control, which saying in 1994 they passed uh, this law against uh, what they call assault weapons, the assault weapons ban, and then it was repealed. There aren't assault weapons. There are pistols, there's rifles, there's other other weapons. <clears throat> uh, you don't have automatic weapons. Those are illegal. Uh, they're semi-automatic weapons. You pull the trigger and then a bullet bullet fires and so forth. And the language needs to be fixed, too. So he lied. He said that mass murder went way down and now it's way up as a result of the, of, of the repealing. John Locke studied this. He said that's simply not true. We're not the only country with mass murders, but that doesn't fix anything. It's a horrific, horrific, horrific thing. And... Uh, but notice what we're talking about, punishing free speech under the First Amendment, uh, undermining the Second Amendment. So it's always the Bill of Rights that are under attack when some nut job, some lunatic slaughters people. Or when you go beyond that, if there's a virus, Bill of Rights are under attack. It's just, it's just too much. Uh, I, we've got to figure out what to do. Uh, without destroying our republic, and we can do that if 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 people would uh, would discuss these things and think about these things in earnest, without looking at it as an opportunity to advance an ideology. That's Mark Levin, and you can hear him weeknights right here on seven eight seven WABC from six to nine p.m. Thank you, Mark, for all of your analysis and insight. God bless you, and thank you. Take care of yourself. Thank you, Mark. I really appreciate your time. Take care. Thank you. You're terrific. You Great too. talking to you. You too. Okay, take care. Be well. Bye-bye.